and welcome to the podcast Fully Expressed with John Denbeck. This is where we discuss how Christian professionals can approach work as an act of worship. Hey guys, it's John. Hey, welcome back to uh, Fully Expressed. Thanks for tuning in or downloading or however else you are getting this content. And hey, I'm really excited today. I have with me a good friend and uh, a guy that I've been in ministry with for a long time. His name's Devin Berryhill, who I'll turn the mic over to in just a second. But uh, Devin and I have been uh, in ministry together for, you know, 20 years or so in different roles, different places. And Devin was a worship leader of uh, the church that we served at together. And he's done multiple different things. And he's kind of uh, making the transition, at least for for my sake, into uh, kind of helping with the the podcast. Podcast, helping me with the recording. He's a musician, so very used to all these types of recording uh, elements. And I just kind of asked him to, to join me, and he's been so gracious and kind to accept. And he's kind he's the guy that you hear on the opening. And so I wanted to welcome to the uh, welcome to Full Express, Devin Berryhill. Hey, John. Good to be here and be a part of this. Thank you for asking me to join you with this uh, Fully Express podcast. I think what you're doing is fantastic, and I think. There's a lot of people out there need to be encouraged. And I think through the experience in business that you've had, as well as being in ministry, is something that could help a lot of people. So I'm excited to, to be a part of this. Yeah, pray, praise the Lord. I'm hoping that uh, I'm hoping that we can be an encouragement uh, to some folks out there and meet them where they're at and uh, help them to, to uh, where they want to go. Yeah, this is going to be a great adventure. So we're glad you're along with us. Hopefully a number of people will uh, subscribe to the podcast and join this weekly podcast adventure with John Dembeck. <laughs> it's, it's, new, it's certainly new to me. So I am hoping that, um, you know, my ability in uh, the, uh, the podcast grows as a, uh, as over time as we gain that experience. So thanks for tuning in and, you know, just a, uh, anxious to get into some, a uh, little bit of content here today. Yeah, so as we were putting together and producing this podcast, I, I kept asking John, John, why, what, what makes this special? What makes this unique? There's what, 80,000 podcasts out there. What, what could you share? What could we share that would be, uh, that would connect to people? And, you know, obviously those are things that come out of our experience. John, you've been in ministry for 30, 35 years. You've been in business. You've been CEOs, CFOs of major corporations. And I think, what one one of the stories you told me was about when somebody came up to you at the water cooler, so to speak, one day, and were asking. They knew you were a Christian. They knew uh, they were one of your employees, so to speak, someone that was on your team that just needed to confide in somebody and go, "Listen, I'm I'm struggling in this area of my life. I see it looks like you you may have had some success in that area. So um, I'm going to ask you this question, and this is going to really lay a foundation for the rest of the podcast that we do produce. And here's the question that it goes like this. What are the three most common questions people ask you about your faith and application in the workplace? Yeah. So I, I guess the, the, the first, the first question that I get in, in a number of different workplaces, you know, I've been in ones that have more of a ministry slant and ones that are, are quite the opposite of that. And, 
one of the questions you get is, hey, how do you blend those? How, how do you blend your faith with the work in the marketplace? And I get that question a lot. And a lot of folks, and, and me included in the early years, would kind of try to keep them separate. I was bivocational for a number of years. And so I would be at, when I was in the marketplace, I was at the marketplace. And yeah, I, I still had the values that I had. I still had those, you know, the, the, I was still a Christian and I still was able to, you know, to be uh, worship filled in my heart. But I really didn't make a, an application in the workplace. And I think that that's a place where a lot of people get stuck. They, they, they tend to separate those things. And, you know, and, and, and the opposite is true. Folks tend to separate business from being in the church. And they think that, you know, Mm -hmm. that is business, there's their business doesn't need to be in the church. And and that's not true either. So I think that that's the the question that I get uh, first and foremost is how do I, how do I blend these things together? And, And that's a, and that's a subject that we'll develop over time on, on over the podcast. But there's some real practical ways to do that. And there's some heart issues that you need to deal with along the way on that, too. So that's, that's the first thing I would say that, that people would ask me. And, and then the second thing, and it's kind of related in a sense, is that people will, will say, hey, d- did I miss it? I, think, I always thought I was supposed to be a this, and I wind up being a that. And, and so somehow they're 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 thinking that they they need to be something different than they were they are and they're kind of wondering and curious of how that happened and there's a uh, there's a a quote uh, no one can go back and make a new beginning but all of us can start now and make a new ending and Carl Bade who's a theologian did that so we can start from where we are and make a new ending so that that's a question that I do get a lot is is Hey, um, you know, I kind of feel like I missed it. I kind of feel like I should be, should have been a pastor. I kind of feel like I've always haven't met my potential in business. And so, you know, coming alongside those type of folks is, uh, is, um, is an important element of this and hoping to be able to expand upon that. And the other, the other thing that is another heart issue is motivation. Right. And so I, I, I find people, they, they don't actually ask it in this way, but you, but you have to dig into the motives. Why am I doing what I'm doing? Why am I, why am I doing this job? Why am I doing this ministry? And there's some of that that really needs to have a little bit of a, a dig in, pull back the covers a little bit and be able to, you know, to have folks be able to, to understand that and to, and not only to understand where, where they are, but kind of charting a, a map to the future. Where are you going to be? Where am I going? What am I going to, how am I going to be able to, you know, the title of the podcast, how am I going to fully express who God's created me to be? How's that going to shape? How's that going to take shape? How's that going to take form? And, you know, and I kind of covered this material in previous podcasts and, but in in my life, that this is, this is something that I have just, you know, have, have, um, it's, we put a one-time kick to the curb a little bit. Sometimes I haven't done it well. Sometimes I've done it okay. And sometimes I've done one to the exclusion of the other, business and, and ministry. And it really is a uh, that the thing that I have been able to have developed over years, over decades, is the, the blending of those two and uh, try to be excellent in each one and then try to blend those two for, uh, for the glory of God. So in your first question, you know, people are feeling kind of stuck in their ministry or they're stuck in their life or they're stuck in their mission. Um, they're stuck in their job. 
And obviously people are coming to you because maybe you've appeared to have some success in that area. And uh, I, I know I've known you as a pastor and a friend for a number of years and someone I know that I could call any time and go, Hey, I'm struggling with you pray with me or maybe give me some advice or counsel based on the word of God. And, you know, I think um, that takes a certain humility from that person to ask, huh? It's it's not easy, especially if you're in a work situation where maybe you're in management and they're, they're someone who's, uh, you know, uh, that you're, you're over, see their, their work. And sometimes it's kind of hard for them to feel comfortable with that, but obviously you've been able to bridge that gap. How, how have you done that? Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a great question. I haven't, haven't, haven't always done it well. In those early years as the bull in the China shop, right? You know, throw caution to the wind and let me dig in right here and, 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 and address you in those deep personal issues. And, 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 and not so much anymore, you know, um, I, really that comes down to, to, to making people a priority, loving people, right? Meeting them where they're at and seeing where they, you know, even a conversation where they're struggling or they're bringing up something about their family or something about their faith is, you know, it's not to necessarily in a business setting, it's not necessarily we're going to d- distract this with a whole conversation about our personal lives. We'll do that at a, either on a break or on a weekend or some other time. But it is that, hey, let, let, let's dig into that because the whole person is who's working for you. The whole person is there. And to be able to take an interest in them. And really, I just have a, God has given me a keen eye for people that are discontent, you know? And so I, I, it's a, it becomes out with some probing questions and some, you know, you know, the discussions of, of where they're at. And, and when you hit that spot, people don't usually want to stay there. So they, they usually want to express that in some way. And, and, you know, and that's what I have found in my life and, and in many people's lives. What are you going to do? What are you going to do with that discontentment? Now, I do want to say this. And, and for those that would say, Hey, I need to change. I'm going to change right now. And because I'm discontent, I want to tell you this, that sometimes God wants you to be content with your discontentment. What do I mean by that? What I mean is that, you know, there's sometimes that if, if whenever I got frustrated or, or, or bored or mad and, and God met me there every single time and changed things, what God in a sense would be teaching me is he would be rewarding my discontentment. And so that's not something that, you know, that we want to go down that path. But, but really what I found is like, okay, let me, let me calmly and simply look at the circumstances that are here. Let me find a level of contentment exactly where I'm at with a hope for tomorrow. And so, I mean, that's, you know, I kind of went around the barn a little bit on answering your question here, but I, I think that that is all a part of it is people that are discontent. You find a way to connect with them, to talk about that and try to find them to first walk away with a sense of, Hey, things can be better at the same time. Hey, this isn't so bad. And at the same time, I'm, I'm going to start making plans for a hope of tomorrow. I like the third thing you, you were talking about, you know, what am I doing with my faith? You know, uh, I know in my own work experience, you know, oftentimes I'm unsure about what I'm doing or how I'm doing something or maybe a relationship or a uh, situation there. And it's sometimes you feel like, you know, why, why am I here? <laughs> Am I supposed to be here, God? Uh, am I supposed to be doing it this way? I mean, those are natural questions. But I, I like what you're saying about 
the face is, you know, it's based on a call, a purpose. You know, you, you wouldn't be where you are if you didn't have some kind of gifting in that area. And I know for me personally, sometimes I've been in an area that wasn't necessarily that gifted in. I was okay at it, but I wasn't really passionate about it, you know, and sometimes we have to do that. Sometimes that's what work is. Work is doing that thing. that It's work. It's hard. It's uncomfortable. It's, you know, it's not always just a bed of roses, you know, a rose garden, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't promise you a rose garden here. <laughs> but at the same time, God does promise to be with us through the, the, the tough times, the trials, the tribulations, and those kind of things. So yeah. that's great, John. I'm, yeah. re- I'm really excited about the, the direction of this podcast because I know there's going to be a lot of people listening and maybe listening even right now. What would you say to someone listening right now who – has to go talk to somebody at work uh, or maybe they're even their boss about their own position and, and, and facing maybe they've been dealing with the trauma and the trial for a while. And it's kind of, kind of come to fisticuffs a little bit internally for them. Yeah. I mean, they, you know, the um, settle your heart that God's in control. I mean, you know, and, and I like to, to say this, that God, God wants to take you where you need to go more than you even want to get there. And that the, you know, my, my favorite saying is that uh, God's ability to succeed is greater than your ability to fail. And so as we trust in the Lord, as we look to him, as we try to find a peace in, in our, our situation, and listen, the conversation could be difficult, but telling the truth in love and, and being able to tell the truth honestly without selfish ambition, I know that's hard, but I think that's, that's where it starts. That's, that's really where faith at work begins. Faith at work is not beating somebody over the head with Bible verses. Faith at work is being able to live the life that God has called me to live in the best way that I know how. And when I, uh, when I make mistakes, apologize quickly. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a humility. The theme of the Bible always comes back to love. You know, when we talk with somebody, we may have disagreements. We may have disgruntled. We might be disgruntled in what we're doing or how we're feeling at the moment or uh, Maybe it's just confusion, not understanding, you know, just not, but love is that one key ingredient to everything we do. You know, if we don't have our relationship with God, the love relationship with him or with our neighbor, those are the two main commandments in the new Testament. Jesus broke down the, the 10 commandments down to those two love God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind. And number two, love your neighbor as yourself. So as we apply those principles, um, we're going to be successful and, and, and live fully expressed. So anyway, John, we're, we're going to wrap up here. What, you got any final thoughts for our audience? Yeah. My, my final, my final thought is, you know what to, uh, as you just said, I mean, the, my final thought is, you know, what matters is eternity and you know, the, uh, what, what is here is not, you know, keep that in perspective. What has eternal significance and what doesn't and everything else is going to sort of work out. Right on. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining us here. I'll let you sign off, John, as we uh, finish up this podcast to Fully Express here. Yeah, thanks, everybody, for joining in. And uh, thanks uh, to my good friend, Devin, for being here. You'll hear him quite a bit more. But anyway, go, uh, go out there and live your life and live it for the Lord and fully express those gifts, talents, and abilities that God's given you. God bless you guys. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast, Fully Express with John Denbeck. If you'd like to receive John's weekly devotional, go to seeds2life.org. That's seeds2life.org.